1: Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Fantasy Football Frenzy.
3: Let's go! Thank God it's Monday. Fantasy Football Frenzy broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, my man, the closer, Mister Ventra, and introducing. The new host of the Fantasy Football Frenzy, my main man, Fantasy Taz Jim Day, holding it down, replacing the all in KJ Jake Sealey Coming up on the program today, running through some news and notes. We got a full weekend of preseason in the books. Got some housekeeping to take care of with the next beat the exec league. That's this Friday night. Still need 10 people to hop in that league. And we'll do our draft order, draft ranking. Well, draft order. We'll predict, we'll get the draft order for the Greenwich Street Tavern League. we'll put these names in a helmet. We'll pick that out right there. We'll find out who picks where in the Greenwich Street Tavern League. That's a league that we do here at the network. A couple of the homies, a couple of the listeners, a couple of the experts in analysis. And we do two 12-team leagues, has overall grand prize. And we have it at NFFC Hall of Famer Christopher Carroll's Ball in downtown New York City. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Back for Monday. If you are a Darius Geis owner in some high-money leagues like myself, Don't worry. Everything is going to be all right.
0: Next man up mentality. Closer. What's good with you, buddy? What's up, Corey? Happy on a Monday, but, uh, you know, a little upset for you with the guys thing. I know next man up, but you were hyped about guys having a nice rookie season.
3: Yep, I was hyped looking forward to guys having a nice rookie season. He was the reason why I thought that the D.C. football team could win the division this year. I get to walk that back now because I don't think the running game is going to be up to par. Jim Day, my man. Fantasy Taz, welcome officially member of the Fantasy Football Frenzy Crew, Goon Squad. Let's give a round of applause Game for my ball. man, Jim Day. Goon Squad, you know how you put the hand clap emojis inside the chat? Put the hand clap emoji inside the chat as we welcome Jim Day to the program.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me and definitely uh, looking forward to it. Uh, you two guys talking with you every day. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It should be a lot of fun. That's right.
3: That's, that's my right. man, Jim Day, Fantasy task. So now y'all can stop crying and complaining. Whoa, oh, who's going to answer my football questions? It's fantasy. I can answer the damn questions, too. But it's okay. It's all good, <laughs> though. I get it. So let's get the hand-clap emojis for my man, uh, Fantasy task, Jim Day. Let's get ready to get, jump inside and get the rocking and rolling. And I want to start off talking about, well, well, if everybody know the, the situation going on at Giants camp from earlier today, Saquon Barkley um, on the pass route. Catching the pass from Kyle ah, Letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I guess he went down. He made the play. He went down. Uh, I guess a little while later on, he was seen with his leg wrapped up. So my man, my, my man Emory Hunt, our guy, is at Giants Camp. So in about five, six minutes from now, inside this segment, we're gonna give Emory a phone call. He'll come on, give us ladies of what's going on out there. Now, with that being said, Jim, you saw the first run. Everything that we wanted to see. The patience ducked down behind the line, hit the edge. I was surprised at the speed. But now, as fast as Saquon Barkley was running on Thursday night, that's how fast his ADP is going to climb into the top five. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, it's been close to the top five anyway, you know, depending on who you're talking to. I had him as my number five running back before this, so it really didn't show me much except what what you talked about, the patience. That was the one thing I was concerned about with him because he always had a hard time before waiting to hit the hole. He always tried to make something big happen on everything, and that cost him sometimes. So I liked what he did on that one run. You know, again, it's only one run, but it definitely was nice to see.
0: Yeah, that's my man Barkley. I mean, listen, I spoke about it on Friday. He looks great. And right now, honestly, like I told you last week, I think I might have him ahead of of Zeke um, in the top five running backs because I think he'll be able to get more uh, receptions on the year. And in a PPR format, which is mostly what I play, I like that better. I don't know if Zeke's going to have over 50 like I think Barkley will.
3: What do you think about that, Jim Day? Barkley over Zeke.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, you know, we've talked about this before, and I, I thought that, uh, you know, we talked about Zeke getting more in the passing game, more involved. And now all of a sudden we're starting to hear that he will be more involved in the in the passing game. And if he's going to be more involved in the passing game at this point, I, I can't see not taking him one or two in a draft. I mean, I'm not a Dallas fan. I hate the Cowboys, but you can't. <laughs> Take away from talent. Well, the boys' well, talent. talented. Jim, 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 Jim. <laughs> Jim. Let's not get off
3: to a, a, on a bad foot, Jim. Come on, you hate <laughs> the, Cowboys. the Cowboys. It can be one thing. I'm a New York Giant fan. <laughs> it could be one thing. Oh, I, I don't root against. I, I don't root for the Cowboys. But to use the word hate when it comes to describing America's team is the type of hate speech that will not be tolerated on this program. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've heard you say that about the Giants quite a few times. Corey. Oh, so I'm okay with that.
3: <laughs> (laughs) Giants are not America's team, though. You see, it's a different story right there, Jim. Oh, man. Now, here's the thing with Barkley, right? Listen, it's, it's hard for me to take Barkley over Antonio Brown. It's hard for me to take him over Kamara and Hunt. Trust me, I'm warming up to that fact right now. Now, another rookie running back that I've been on since way back in January, when he said he was coming out and was going to be a part of the NFL draft, that's my man, Carryon Johnson. I like the landing spot. He landed in Detroit. And then... Seeing carry on, he broke up a big run that got called back, but he did look very good in the first preseason game. I got carry on on a couple teams already. I'm really excited to have this guy, Jim, because I'm looking at him run. People say, well, in a lot in college, he was because of his patience. He was compared to Le'Veon Bell. A lot of people compare him to Demarco Murray because of the upright running style. But I'm looking at number 33 in a blue and white uniform darted across the field. I'm like, son, that's Tony Dorsett.
1: <laughs> Well, that's definitely a nice comparison. I'm sure he'd love to hear that coming out of your mouth. But, you know, he did. He looked good in the first preseason game, no doubt about it. I am a little concerned whether or not with that upright running style and that thin body type, whether or not he can take the bashing of being in every down back. But they're sure going to make him try. And, you know, the only thing I'm going to say now is the way he looked, uh, everybody's going to buy into him as the number one in Detroit, as he should. But if you're going to graft him, at the last round, draft LeGarrette Blunt too, because if something happens to him, Blunt is gonna be the guy that jumps in there.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm kind of fading Blunt. Not I don't want to say fading blunt. Everywhere I have Johnson, I do have Blunt, and I think that's a good idea. Um, Vicaro. I mean, I've said Vaccaro. <laughs> <Ventress>. Do <laughs> you feel go. as if do you feel as if Blunt is um a threat to the job? Blunt and theoretic, or you think it's carry-on's job and you can draft him a court? Because see after this performance see what basically what happened was the guy's injury. Yeah. This performance from Carry On Johnson it means somebody has to push up the board, and that's Carry On, and it's right. going to be Royce Freeman and Carry On Johnson. Yeah, because Freeman, those are the two good guys well. that are going to push up the board.
0: Right, right. Um, I'd be a little worried See, the thing is, I lo- I like Carry On Johnson a lot as a talented individual player. My problem is that, like Jim Day said, you got Blunt there, and you, you think Blunt's probably going to take a lot of the goal line work away from Carry On, stealing TDs from Carry On. Then you got Theo Reddick because the pass catching back. Um, I know Amir Abdul is not a thing anymore, but Like, those three running backs combined are going to steal from each other. So I'm a little worried about Kerry Johnson's touchdown total by the end of the year. Um, I think he'll get some pass-catching opportunities, but not as many as he would if Riddick wasn't around. And, I mean, rushing the ball, he should do fine. He's obviously the most talented back. This is the one you want on the Lions. But Freeman's a little bit more of an exciting uh, play here because I think, one, Denver's going to run the ball a lot more with their new coach. They're They're going to employ a very heavy run attack. You know, not a lot of passing, you got Keenum, you got worries at quarterback. So you're gonna have Freeman and Booker getting a lot of touches in this in this backfield in Denver. So I think Freeman gets the volume over carry on.
3: Royce Freeman, very exciting this weekend. Jim, I wasn't the biggest Roy Freeman guy, but I saw the workload, I saw some of the movement and the activity, and I read some of the things they were saying about him afterwards. I think Freeman will start to push up draft board now. Do you think it's worthy of do you think he's worthy of a rising ADP, Royce Freeman?
1: Oh, absolutely. I did. Uh, I had him number three before the guy's injury. Now I, I'm actually moving him up to number two as rookie running back. I definitely think he, he's got the talent they need. Uh, Devontae Booker doesn't scare me at all. I, I think he's going to get plenty of work in this offense. And, I, you know, I just think they're going to need him to to make it evolve as a good running back scheme. So uh, I'm looking for a lot from him as well. So I, I think him and Kerry M. Johnson go two three in a rookie draft if you draft now.
3: All right, so here we go. Now, here's the deal. I'm, I see people. We got people on the phone lines already. I want y'all to be patient with me. Hang right there. I want to head out to New Jersey right now. Head out to New York Giant practice. My man Emory Hunt is on the scene. Want to figure out if we can get Emory on here right now. E, what up with you, baby? What's going on, man? Ain't nothing much. E was cracking a little bit. A little jolts running through the fantasy community right now. We hear that Saquon Barkley leg wrapped up after a play out there on the field where I think he made a diving catch or whatever the case may be on the real route from, uh, what's my man named Kyle Laletta. What's the latest? What did you hear? Did you see the play? What's the latest? What are you hearing on Barkley?
4: Yeah, it was a great play, man. Uh, it was, they started to let Kyle Laletta and Davis White give a lot of work with the ones today. And uh, Laletta threw a beautiful strike down the sideline and Barkley you know, ran underneath it, extended, caught it, and instantly you saw like, okay, yeah, he tightened up a little bit. Really then went back to the sideline, and I don't know if they were working on his quad or his hamstring. It looks like his hamstring. So um, then we saw later on they had it wrapped. So I, I mean, apparently after practice, uh, some people saw him without the wrap on. So we don't know. I'll be, I would be willing to bet that uh, we won't see him much, if at all, this week against Detroit.
3: Do you think? Hey, let me ask you this: after, he, after do you think we see him the rest of the preseason? Obviously, a lot of excitement off that one run the other night. We know what kind of talent he is. Do you think John said, "You know what? Let's just put Sun on ice, maybe particularly that hamstring on ice, and let's build out our big dog in week one." I, I think so
4: because it's funny because every year you hear people say, "Oh my God, stop the preseason, destroy it!" But here's an injury that that potentially happened in practice on a routine play right? So it doesn't matter. Injuries are freak occurrences that happen anywhere. And, uh, you know, if if it's a hamstring, most definitely I think he would probably be shut down for the rest of preseason. Um, But, you know, if it's something that's not as bad, or if it was just like a tweak or something like that, then he'll try to go just to give it a go, maybe. Um, But I I don't want to speculate, but I will say that, you know, they, they pretty much quickly was attentive, and he was walking around with his players, with his guys afterwards. So you know, who knows? Maybe it was just a, a tweak. of scary, he took precautions. So we'll see how they. Is,
3: can is there is there an MRI scheduled, or do you think this is a situation where they already know? Okay, this is a hamstring strain. Let's put some ice, wrap it up, and get back to business.
4: Yeah, I think that's probably more what it is. Because it wasn't like he, he he was taken out of practice. He was still there on the sideline, uh, walking around and talking with with you know players and things of that nature. So it wasn't. They didn't take it as serious, but you know they took it took some precautions. So we'll we'll see.
3: E, let me ask you this: I know you were out at um, um Browns camp a couple weeks ago. I saw you talking with Coach Jackson and stuff out there. They got the hard knocks thing going on right now. Very interesting dynamic with that team. I looked at that hard knocks again last night. Looked like Todd Haley once again is being Todd Haley, trying to run the whole thing. And Hugh Jackson like, dog, let me do this. And I'm the one that's won in 31 in the last two years. Anyway, with that being said, e, when you look at the situation in Cleveland, particularly with Nick Chubb. A lot of people were saying, well, Chubb, Chubb was off, had a bad performance in that game, and he's been off to a poor start in camp. From what you saw when you were out there in Cleveland, what does Nick Chubb look like?
4: It's funny because when I was out there, I tweeted out, uh, Carlos Hyde is a clear-cut number one tailback in this this offense. Really? And the reason why I said that, yeah, because there are certain things uh, from a running back perspective that I noticed that I didn't really see it, you know, quote-unquote, it, with uh, Chubb. As far as like having to be able to get out of a jam, and we saw that in the game against the Giants, where we saw Barkley in close proximity with four defenders, and not one of them made a uh, laid a hand on him. Uh, and we saw a lot of times with the Browns and Chubb, there were opportunities for him to get outside and make something happen. Even one particular play where he was one on one on the perimeter with a cornerback, and a cornerback, you know, squared up and put him on the ground. Um, so. I think Chubb ha- has to develop a little bit more patience. His footwork, in in conjunction with his patience, is not where it needs to be. So until that starts to get up the speed, I think Carlos Hyde is the the back that,
3: to to be. So honest. you think Hyde starts too. the season as the one? Do you think at some point Chubb could k- take more carry from him, or do you think Chubb is a work in progress? Because I just don't see a cat like Chubb, all that talent being whack. I,
4: I you know what? I, I think he's a work in progress, man. And it's funny because. During the Browns camp when I was there, and they were running, uh, you know, nine oh seven inside, period, you saw uh, Carlos Hyde have success. You saw Duke Johnson getting there and get a little wiggle and have success. Chubb was getting stuck. I will say this, though. If Chubb has a clear lane, like, to me, he's like Jordan Howard. If he has a clear lane, he'll hit it. But the thing with Chubb is that Chubb does have explosive speed. But as far as like the vision, the patience, the the, the footwork to be consistent down and down, I don't think
3: that's the game just yet. So that's why I would probably trust Hyde and also Duke Johnson. I
1: mm-hmm.
3: asked my man, Emery, out of Giants camp. You want to get in here, Ventura? No, or go ahead. Got, Keep doing you, your thing. Jim Day, you got anything
1: for him? No, I, I'm with him. I, I totally agree. I've, uh, I've watched all the film I could from all the beat writers and Everything I see shows that Chubb is definitely still having a hard time picking up this offense, learning what he needs to do, Uh, see him running into the back of his own lineman more than anything else. And that's just something you don't want to see from a rookie. Carlos Hyde is way too talented to let them experiment with Chubb. Chubb will be there. He'll learn. He'll get some touches, you know, maybe five, six a game. But this is Carlos Hyde's offense this year. And, you know, people that don't believe that are going to be wrong.
3: All right, I'm on the Nick Chubb side. I don't know venture You're, you're on, on the high side, ten. guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, you got Jim Day. So I'm, I listen. I'm gonna take a dollar on him. See how it play out throughout the course of the season. Um, one last thing, E, before I let you go, I'm down to a couple minutes. If they if they bring Dez Bryant in that wide receiver room, who takes the dip in production?
4: I think the the uh, the rookie Callaway. Although Callaway is so smooth, man, I wouldn't take him off the field. The Dez Bryant, you look at maybe. A good combination of Dez and um, Landry, and when they get Josh Gordon back, that's a dangerous trio. So I think it'll be Callaway the rookie and maybe one of those tight ends because if you have a chance to put those three receivers on the field, your tight end may just be that extra athletic offensive tackle that's, that's going to help you get the ball down the field to those three tremendous targets.
3: All right, thanks for the check in. E says, looks like all. Uh... Um, and appreciate you. And uh, hold it down out there at Giants camp. He says that the latest on Saquon Barkley is. Uh, went up for a pass, made the play. Um, he came to the floor. They checked it out. Could be a quad. Could be a hamstring. Um, um, what's some name? Saquon Barkley. Seen on the sideline with teammates while practice going on. Some have even said they've seen him walking around without the wrap on his leg already. So it looked like we have avoided a bullet with Saquon Barkley. But on Friday morning, it looked like we avoided a bullet with Darius Geis. By the time we got off, by the time we got off the air, news break that someone's out for the season with a torn ACL. So obviously, it looks real good for Barkley right now. Doesn't look like any MRI is scheduled. Shout out to my man E. When we come back on the other side, think about the next beat the exec league, right? We'll get that done. I see everybody on hold. We'll get to y'all. A Couple more news and notes from over the weekend. It's the Fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Hey, turn it up, Chris. (laughs) Let's get it. DailyRoto.com is putting more than $25,000 on the line for subscribers this NFL season, entering paid contests on FanDuel and bringing you along for the free roll. Have the chance to win big this year alongside SportsGrid CEO Jeremy Stein, one of the only men to have won two separate $1 million prizes. Each week, we'll select lucky subscribers to sweat with us and split 50% of the profits. No profits that week, no worries. Your name will still get tossed back in the hat the following week. Head on over to slash sweat and learn how to get in on the action and your share of twenty-five thousand dollars. That's a actually pretty good. Look, pretty cool promo right there. So if you're a daily Roto subscriber, one week, you know Jeremy will put up twenty-five grand, and whatever he wins, he'll split the joint with you. Now, if I'm eligible for it, y'all gonna be short because mysteriously he's going to pick my name out the hat every week <laughs> it's just how it goes you know what i'm saying like oh what do you know it's me again <laughs> that's because you're always using stick em, Corey. cory <laughs> you think that's what it is <laughs> oh man before we head to the phones all right quick couple quarterbacks i want to touch on andrew luck back out there jim dropping dimes bang 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 t.y hilton ryan grant Andrew Luck in the pocket, bam, 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 bam. Best young quarterback in football, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Re-uh, restructured shoulder, bam, 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 bam. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Jim Day, I got him as like my seventh, sixth ranked quarterback, man.
1: Hey, I- I'm with you. If he's he's showing he's healthy, he even took the hit in the preseason game that you want to see. if, he can get back up from, and he got right back up. Let's face it, he's a big boy. If that shoulder's strong enough to, for him to be out there on the field, then I'm buying it. He uh, he didn't have a practice session on Saturday; he took the day off, but he was back to practice on Sunday. Had a good practice on Sunday. Everybody said he looked sharp. His arm looked strong. So at this point, I- I'm taking the worry out now. I- I'm flying with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he looked great. He looked healthy. Now the question is: Does he fly up boards just because of this six for nine, sixty-four yard game? I mean, we got to see more in preseason. I want to see.
1: Now nah, yeah. he's going to fly up boards right now. It doesn't matter. People so he just goes want from. To see him on the field.
0: So where would he go from? Like, uh, let's say he was your 12th uh, quarterback or something, or tenth, whatever it is. Where does he go to now?
3: I tell you where he's at right now. I got my rankings. I finally got these damn rankings done. You know what I'm saying? So now they're in the Roto-Rexperts. So I, mean, I got mine, go to, too. But as soon as you go to RotoExperts.com, I'm on the home page. Are you on the home page?
1: <laughs> me,
0: no. No, you're not.
3: Why not? Because <laughs> I'm on NFL. <laughs> you're still working. Well, I mean, I'm saying, are, are your rankings published yet? Oh, Oh, I'm going to get them out today when? or tomorrow. Today or tomorrow? I've been hearing that for three weeks now.
0: Well, that's why I'm giving a definitive answer now. It's okay. Who <laughs> knew you would have your rankings before mine? Yeah, we're
3: waiting on the cornrows. <laughs> you are right, Jim. We're <laughs> on corn cornrows. We're waiting on rankings. What the hell is going on, baby? Side of my
0: hair ain't long enough yet.
3: Oh, my God. Side of my ain't long
0: enough yet. Let that. me
3: see. Fantasy executive
0: rankings. All
3: right. Quarterback. I have Andrew Luck as my sixth ranked quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, Cam Newton, Andrew Luck.
0: Andrew Luck. Okay, so six. So you moved him
3: I up. I got him ahead of Drew Brees. I got him ahead of Kirk Cousins.
1: Okay, so you moved I him can't up those I you on either one of those. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> only person <laughs> no, I don't I, have
3: him in front of right now. I mean, I'm not going to move him in front of Cameron Brady. So
0: this is the highest you're keeping him. Because no matter what he does in preseason from now on, you keep, that's the spot.
3: Right, for, for the preseason, I don't think he can get no higher for this. Than what he, he is. Is. Unless somebody gets hurt, knock on wood.
0: Okay. Right. I just worry about the lane room being like a long-term issue. I feel like later in the season, I mean, was, he might tie out.
3: He, he had to join for two years.
0: I know, and that, that worries me. You know, he have not played in two years. So, like, you know, I feel like stamina is going to be a problem later on down the season. I think you should but have a good was. backup if you're going to draft him.
1: Very good backup. But, but here's the thing. With, with the depth at quarterback this year, it's easy to have it's a good true. backup to him. There's so many guys you can get late that, you know, if he does falter down the line, then it doesn't matter. But if he's out there on the field, we know that he's going to throw the ball a ton. He's going to put up fantasy points. So, you know, I can't worry about what might happen in week 12 or 11 or 12 because, you know, that's why you have depth.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm just putting that caveat out there. If you do want to get Luck and you're high on him, you reach on him a little bit, it's important to get a good backup because maybe come playoff time, you might have some issues. But you're right. With those running backs, he's going to get a lot of volume through the air. Jim, I had a lot
3: going on this weekend.
1: How did my main man, Patty Mahomes, look? He did not look very good. Hmm. (laughs) Um, He he looked shaken. Defense was all over him. Uh, He didn't really seem calm in the pocket at all. Uh, and, you know, even into practice after the game, it seemed to hold on to that a little bit. So I, I'm pretty sure it'll come in time. But, you know, facing that first action of the year could definitely get be a little daunting uh, like I am today. <laughs> it's definitely a little daunting to do it for a first time, no matter who it is and what it is. So I expect that to change. I really do. This, this guy is going to get there when he gets that confidence back. He's going to be a guy who throws the ball all over the field and he'll score some points. for You're You worried about him? Um,
0: Slow start for Mahomes. No, I'm not too worried. I mean, he was five for seven, 33 yards. So he threw some short passes. He probably wasn't super comfortable, like Jim said, and everything. He's got to get used to the game a little more. Get used to playing. Um, and then, I mean, this is what you're going to get from him. He's got a cannon. Uh, this team has burners on the t- on the team. He's going to have some weeks where he lights it up. But I think you're going to get inconsistency. He's going to throw a lot of picks because that's what he's done in college and that's what he's going to be known for. Like his accuracy could be an issue. But uh, you know, you go through the growing pains. He's a backup tight end. He's somebody you could fill in on bye weeks, and hopefully, backup quarterback. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully, down the line you could start him at some point if he's doing that well.
3: Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Let's go ahead and pop the seal on the week, and let's go to my son uh, Bree in DC. Bree, what up?
5: What's going on, man? How y'all guys doing? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Chillin'. How can we help you, my man? All right, man. First, I just want to start off and say, man, I'm a big fan. It's, uh, you know, it's my first time calling, but I've been listening for you guys, for, you know, for you, you know, to you for a few years, man. Appreciate and that, shout bro. out to the guys in the – and look, shout out to the guys in the comment section, man. That's a whole nother show in itself, man. Oh, the Goon Squad. The, go- the <laughs> Goon Squad stay lit. The Goon Squad is lit. I can't even – I can't give them to buy me a beer, but they stay lit, <laughs> bro. Man. They goes in, man. But them guys are keeping me uh, cracking up, man. Just you know. Hey, Bree, um, you been and, to the MGM look, joint
3: just, out there yet? And, um, on and, um, on the harbor.
5: Oh yeah. Oh, oh oh yeah, man. Heck, heck yeah. That's that's awesome, man. But they, I'm I, I'm waiting for the limit to come down on the table. <laughs> you know, since it's a new casino, they are, they just like the limits are off the chain, man. So I'm just waiting for that to come down a little bit. Now be in there a little more. All
3: right, no doubt. What we got today.
5: All right, brother. Look, real quick, man. I have a. I'm in a competitive sixteen team, uh, two hundred fifty dollar buy-in. Sixteen in teams, man. Sixteen guys, team, man's, league. It's a man's league. Sixteen team two hundred fifty dollar buy-in. These guys don't play. I, last year, I had the 16th pick overall, but this year, I have the second pick, man. And I'm just. I know, you know. Uh, well, the, the the guy that has the number one, he already confirmed he's going with Gurley. Uh, for the record, the draft is on is on Labor Day weekend. Uh, but he already confirmed he's going with Burley. Now I'm in a dilemma. I want to go with Bell, but am I wrong for thinking should I take AB with that? Because the wide receiver that's coming back down in the second round is like trash, man. Like far as a number one receiver, so I'm I don't think I'm gonna be comfortable with that, man. What do you think I should do with that? All right, here's the thing. One thing I, 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 I like about too, 16, man, I, I, like,
3: I said last week, 16 team leagues. I like to get me a big quarterback because you want to have an no, band, you want to have a jack quarterback. You want a bell cow runner, but in a 16-team league, you may want the best player on the board. And the best player on the board is Antonio Brown, especially for 16-team P Bree, we still PPL? got Brie? Is this a PPR, Bree?
5: I'm listening, but every single uh, mock draft, every single um, uh, fantasy rankings I'm looking at, no matter where you go, it's like four running backs. That's the top, you know, as a is, this Is this number, a, pre-
3: you know, a PPR or non-PPR?
5: Oh no, it's, it's PPR. All, all right, long, so this is man. a
3: PPR. Ten dollars a loss. Too, I don't mind. Way. I don't mind. What's and it's ten dollars a what? Ten dollars a loss, man. They don't. Oh. Man, this is a big money oh,
6: league. Jesus These guys Christ. be paying out, man. Severe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
3: wild. Out. Oh, ten dollars a loss. What are y'all trying to do to me? I bet. I don't mind Antonio Brown because in a PPR because you could have the highest-scoring player, non-quarterback, in the league. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind the Antonio Brown pick. Now, Lev Bell can also be the highest-scoring guy, too. But what you're saying is when you come back, the wide receiver's thin out in that second round. So when he comes back, he's not even looking at Adam Thielen and those guys in a 16-team league. He's looking more along the lines of, you know, players that you more, more have to take a gamble on, like a maybe Brandon like Cook- a Brandon Cooks or maybe I don't know if he gets that that deep down. Jim, I don't mind the Antonio Brown thing because I think in a sixteen teamer, you don't like the you might you may feel a little bit more comfortable with the running backs coming back than the wide receivers
1: coming back. Jim, <laughs> well, I was thinking. Well, you know, to me is I, I agree with Corey what you first said. I you know I'd like about cow running back let's face it six guys six running backs touched the ball 300 times last year all six of them ended up as top 10 running backs you know what so i want a guy who's going to touch the ball at least 300 times for me that number two right now that i really trust is ezekiel Elliott. i think he's going to touch the ball at least 350 to 400 400 times uh you, you talk about the wide receivers not being there over bell uh i'm I'm worried about Bell with this holdout. Will he come in early? Will he come in late? That scares me a little bit. He could be serious enough to want to miss a couple of games to prove his point. And that just scares the heck out of me. Uh, I don't think we have that problem with Zeke. I think we get a ton with Zeke. And for me, that number two pick would be Zeke all the way.
0: So we have a third person in that second pick. So it was between Bell and Brown. Now he says Zeke. This is a PPR league, right? 16 team. I understand you said, but let's play devil's advocate. What if he takes... Um, you know Brown, okay, in the first round. Okay, what are the running backs in the second round? He's he's gonna look
3: running at. backs in the second. I mean Freeman, Devontae Freeman. I mean Jordan. He's not Howard. gonna drop Jordan Howard. Could could be in that range. Um, you could have. I don't want to say Rashad Penny. I'm not the biggest Rashad Penny guy.
0: I'm thinking Drake Collins that type of area.
3: Alex Collins and, as an RB one in the 16 team
0: league is not terrible. It's not terrible, but you know? but I think the wide receiver could be the same situation. I'd rather get the bell cow. I'm going to go safe and play bell. I know the holdout worries people, but I'm not worried about it. I think he's the best player on the board. I want my running back bell cow right away. I
3: don't, mind, I don't mind either player. It depends on how you're going to play when you come back on that turn. I think receiver is deep enough where you can pick off some wide receiver values throughout different points in the draft. So – it kind of is a toss-up, but I, listen, if you, go, if you got a chance to get a bell cow running back this year, go ahead and get the bell cow running back. But the Antonio Brown thing is not crazy. Many stretch of imaginations. 844 Let's go to my man Sean in New York. Sean, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, man. The GOAT, the mayor of Harlem. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. The GOAT, what up with you? But I got a bone to pick
4: with you, man. You're being a little bit of a hypocrite. What's up? You you say, you know, Andrew Luck is shooting up your board. You got Deshaun Watson in your top 5, top 10. But Jimmy G ain't getting no love, man. These guys those two quarterbacks are coming off like some serious injuries. Jimmy G passing for 300 yards a game with an uh, offensive guru like Kyle Shanahan, you got Garcon coming back. You got a pass catcher out of the backfield,
3: and McKinnon. Why is he not in your top ten? Jimmy G's not in my top ten because I like other, the other quarterbacks better. They're more <laughs> consistent. They've been more reliable. I know what they, I know what they're about. I know what they can do more. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. But how can you say Deshaun Watson's
4: more consistent, though, when he only played a handful of games last year in the towards ACL? I mean, yeah, okay. people
3: say Jimmy G is a flash in the pan because he only played seven games, but he lit it up all seven games. He did well. He did well in all seven games. Deshaun Watson went into Seattle, the same Seattle team that had Peyton Manning and Tom Brady beating Super Bowls and went pound for pound with that defense before they got banged up last year. And Richard Sherman said... He's one of the best quarterbacks I ever played against. This is a guy that played against Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson. I mean and and, and Peyton Manning. Deshaun Watson Jimmy Garoppolo cannot do what Deshaun Watson does. Which is wrong. Deshaun run. Watson can run. He can put the team on his back. Deshaun Watson is more like a a, a, a Russell Wilson type player. Where Jimmy G is your classic drop back, three hundred yard a game passer. I get that. I just worry but that's about what I'm saying with Deshaun Watson and, and even Russell Wilson, like The
4: offensive line, especially, is terrible in Seattle. And And I know that he does everything.
3: Right. Yeah. And in Houston. But, you know, that's more risk for injury, man. Yeah, but I see. But I think when you look at players like Wilson and Watson, the O line being bang, the O line being great, it kind of helps them because the game becomes more help the Skelter, and they take the ball in their hands more and get out of trouble. I like the rushing upside of Watson. Look at the numbers. Watson was dropping in six point passing touchdown leagues. Watson was putting up fifty point games. Yeah. Jimmy G don't do that.
0: But he makes a good point about the sample size. Because yeah, I Watson's wow. it. It a top wait, 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 four wait. quarterback right now. On a small, no, small wait, sample wait, size. Wait,
1: wait, wait, let's calm down on the Jimmy G love. I really, you know, he looked good as an NFL quarterback last year. Uh, I'll give him that. He didn't look good as a fantasy quarterback. Seven touchdowns and five starts doesn't get it done. Five interceptions doesn't get it done in that time. These guys were kicking more field goals in his starts. They kicked more field goals in his starts than they did the entire 11 games before he started. CJ um, Bethard? five games. <laughs> so, you know, let's. Let's cool it. I mean, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback, but until he starts putting the ball in the end zone on a consistent basis, I don't think you can trust him that high.
0: I understand that, but just like you're saying that Jimmy G only had seven touchdowns in his small sample size, Watson did the total opposite and put up a ton of touchdowns in his small sample size. They're both the same similar amount of small sample size, yet one's getting heavily downgraded because he didn't throw enough touchdowns. The other one's getting... Heavily boosted, because he did. And touchdown... And it, he ran, too. But the, the thing is, you can't... The sample size is so small, there shouldn't be this big of a disparity between the two guys. The one, sample one, size sure is the they same. Could. Uh, but what, sure one, they could.
1: one one was a number one... Wait, one was a number one fantasy quarterback, and the other one wasn't.
0: But he did it in such a short amount of time. I don't think he should be
1: then, so high
0: up. And I know we're going based off talent alone, but it's still very risky. There's a lot of quarterbacks at, that look, did a lot look, better. Then look at the players. You had one dude who... Beat Ohio State
3: in, a, in, a, in, a, in that in that game in that semifinal, what thirty five to nothing? Ohio State put their entire secondary under the first round no, of the I draft know. that year, and
0: Deshaun Watson He's beat ob- them thirty five nothing. Jimmy G was on the bench in New England; he was obviously highly touted. He Deshaun was. Watson, when I told Garoppolo yeah. sat on the on the on the, on the uh, Brady for a while, but that's even more reason to like what's going on here. He sat on the Belichick and Brady. This is a guy who learned systems and learned complicated playbooks and all that. I mean, now he's going to another offensive guru. Like, the setup is beautiful. I'm not saying that Garoppolo should be higher than Watson or anything like that. I'm just saying that, that if, you're like gonna give, if you're going to give too much love to Watson, you got to be careful because his sample size is the same thing as Garoppolo's, and we're downgrading him just because he didn't throw enough touchdowns. I think we got to look at it at the sample size it is and then, you know, rank them accordingly. No, I don't no, think they're you, ranked you gonna exactly, ride, exactly listen, accordingly. You're going to
3: ride with Gucci Garoppolo. That's your man, Gucci. You're going to ride with him. I? I ain't got no beef with that we just breaking the two players down, right? It, it, the reason why it's a
0: big it's gap talent. is because yeah. it should be a big gap. There should be a gap in talent. Yes, agreed. And that's why there is. But Watson is going top Sean four.
3: And got us all
0: discombobulated. You know. I what like what he saying? did. Yeah. I
3: must shout out to my man Sean. So there you go, right there. We got we getting ready to hit the break. I, I got to do this uh, draft order reveal for the GST. But when we come back, I'm. Gonna, I see we still got people on the horn. I actually all to wait for me uh, to to get situated. I will continue to ask you to wait. I promise you, we'll come back and we'll hit the um, we'll hit the phones right quick. Oh, man. oh, she just she just wanted to know what I'm. I'm doing a radio show. I do a radio show this time of the day every damn day. Oh, my girlfriend what does you, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. What, what are you doing? I'm I'm talking to the goon squad. What, are, yeah. what do you mean? That's what I do from one to two Monday through Friday.
0: Girl's telling me a story. I'm like, dude, it's one o'clock. Do you know what time that I've <laughs> doing this for like three weeks now.
3: Unbelievable. Oh, man. I see everybody on the on the, on the horn trying to holler at us. I'll make sure we do that. Out After Jim Day, once again, yep. remember the fancy football frenzy now, the closer Chris Ventra. Um, none of y'all went, neither of y'all was in the flex over the weekend, the New York flex? No. no? GST, though. Oh. Ain't right, cool. So we don't have to go over that.
2: Cool.
3: don't have to worry about that. That's cool. When we come back, I want to clean up these phones because I know y'all are getting ready for drafts. I know that's important. I see y'all out there. I'm going to get to y'all. I got the GST draft spot reveal. Got to get that done. And then, um, you know, we'll kick it around a little bit more. Last segment coming up.
2: Goon Squad. We'll be right back on the Fancy Football Friends. Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. 844-843-6879
3: 844-843-6879 Fancy Football Frenzy Don't forget, beat the fantasy executive Play FFWC.com. This time is going to be best ball So you ain't even got to worry about setting a lineup PlayFFWC.com Beat the fantasy exec this Saturday night August 18th at 9pm East It'll be an enhanced draft room <laughs> PlayFFWC.com Do not forget it It's only one person signed up for the joint right now So it's two of us It's me and it's that person Come join us. Don't have me embarrassed in front of these people. That's playffwc.com. I'll tweet it out a little bit later on today, the day, and you can follow the link. Tell them the fantasy executive sent you. 844 6879 Let's go to my man KC in Nashville. KC, what's up? What's going on, y'all? KC, what's cooking? Not
6: much, man. First and foremost, I just wanted to say congrats to Jim Day on the no new spot. No doubt. Uh, and I, I had a question. Uh, I'm in the 10-team uh, non-PPR league. Mm-hmm. Um drafting drafting uh, from the eighth uh, selection. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to get you guys' an idea. Um, leaning, um, I have a couple of people that I like between uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Melvin Gordon that should be there. Um, it's a home league. I kind of, kind of, kind of feel of how the people in my league draft. So. Um, between Gordon, Hopkins, and um, Kareem Hunt, I know a lot of people uh, are downgrading Hunt, which understandably for Andy Reid. But which players between those three would you guys go with? Um, also, it, it, right? uh, and it's a, it's a quick turnaround, so I'm if since it's a non-PPR, I'm thinking Gordon and probably another running back, probably like a Cook. Or Freeman might come back
3: to me and probably stack up on those. Um, yeah. I, I, KC, I would go ahead and I would start with one of those running backs, whichever one you like better. I would say hunt a little bit over Gordon is the way I would go. And then I come back on that one-two on one, turn. I'm sitting right there. Another back, Dalvin Cook, somebody like that is sitting right there. I go ahead and grab him. It's, it's trust me, it's difficult to pass up on uh Nuke DeAndre Hopkins, but I would try to start running back, running back in that situation. What do you think, Ventura?
0: Yeah, in a standard league, I lo- I love it a lot. Hunt Gordon, you go either one, either way on the wrap around. If someone big falls to you, that can do damage. If you want, maybe an Odell Beckham, maybe even Fournette falls to you, but uh, Cook I really love a lot as well. I have him actually ahead of those guys, but you could probably get him on the wrap around. So I agree with, with Corey on that.
3: All right, so there you go. Right there, I just put the names. Of the draftees in this Cincinnati Bengals. this Boomer Saison helmet and this Cincinnati Bengals helmet, and then um we'll pull it out of here. But first, let's let's finish up these phones. Constantine is in New York. What up, Constantine? Do we have Constantine? No, Constantine. Eight four four eight four three. Hello. Hello. Oh, Constantine, what's up with you? What's up with you? What up with you, my man?
5: How can we help you? <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I had to close my door to the office. Yeah, no doubt. They don't, they don't,
3: um, that's, that's none of their business what we're doing in here. Don't tell
5: them. How's everybody doing? doing well. First Thank you very caller? much.
3: Thank you, Constantine.
5: I'm a big fan of everybody. Appreciate you. Now, new to the to the club. Welcome. No doubt. Uh, quick question. I have a keeper lead that I just joined. I have Tom Brady for 41. Uh, it's a six point touchdown, and it's a two QB league also.
3: Yeah, I'm about to say there's no way in hell I'm playing 41 for Tom Brady, but in a two quarterback league with six points for the touchdown pass, do you have to keep him, son? Uh
6: I just I don't know the the six
5: point for a touchdown and also Q, two QBs. I'll tell you one five, thing. I looked at the, 40, a wait, bunch wait, of let, people let's last ask. year. $41, people were paying seven, like
1: they, Oh yeah, that's right. How, yeah,
3: so, what, what's your budget? Is it you have a 200 dollars budget? Two, 200 two hundred
1: dollar budget, Jim. That's a Man, lot. I, that that that's a lot of money, even for Brady, and mm-hmm. even in a two quarterback league. Um, you know, I mean, you're looking at rarefied air there for forty one dollars of you know top running backs, top wide receivers. I, I just don't know if I could spend that much on Brady. That why the quarterback depth is too strong to put you know one fifth of uh, now one quarter of your budget into Brady. I agree with that. That's very high. What else could
3: you – you don't have to – you can put Brady back in the pool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: of course. I would throw him back, son. Who else can you keep? Do you have – how many keepers can you keep?
5: I'm looking at also one other guy. It would be Stephon Diggs for 27. Oh, maybe. Diggs for 27. That's not Angle, a big
3: That's not a big Diggs for 27. That's the easy one right there. I throw that Tom Brady back. I keep that 27 on Diggs. I like that. I like that. 12-team brother. league, right? Yeah, it's 12-team league. No problem right there, my man. You good? All right, thank you very much. All right, now, right, before we wrap up these phones, let's get to doing the justice of picking. Now, these things is kind of mixed up in here, Ventra. All right, here you go now. A helmet. Here we go. Bangles. Put these on the table right here. Get everybody get all 12 out here. All right. Make Hello. sure nobody else is stuck in there. All right. In the this, this is Boomer Siason's old helmet, so it's old. Oh. There you go. All right, we got somebody else stuck in there. All right, Venture. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ventura. Chris Ventura.
0: Who's gonna get the first
3: pick? No, this is we're going twelve to one. Go ahead and pick out the person who's gonna have the twelfth pick in the GST. All can't right. see none of these papers. Right, I who's can't that? See nothing. T- Jim Ross. Jim Ross, my man oh, Goon Squad. Goon Jim Squad. Ross gets pick number twelve in the draft. That's a good spot, Jim. There you go, Jim. You're on the one two. You're on the turn, Jim Julio. Ross. All right, there you go. Jimmy Ross. Who we got? Who gets the 11th pick 11. in the draft? Craig Carton. Craig Carton gets the 11th pick in the draft. Now, he's going to say <laughs> it's a conspiracy and scream bloody murder, but Craig Carton. But we got proof. Right ele- we have proof. This is on this video. Is you I'm have the 11th pick in the draft, Craig Carton. All right, here we go. This All is right? number 10. Number 10. Devin Borum. Devin. My man Devin was in the league last year. He'll get the 10th pick. So, Devin, shout out to you, Devin all right, Devin Boreham. Don't look at the picks. Not, Don't I'm look not, at the
0: picks, son. I'm just bringing them All right,
3: closer. Here we go. Here we, here we go. Here we Who go. Who gets the ninth pick in the draft? Brian Cheney. Brian, my man, Brian C. He Brian gets pick C. nine in the draft. Yay. Shout out to Brian. Brian's a faithful listener. Where's faithful pick of the draft? Squad member. Pick eight. Here we go. Pick <laughs> eight. Pick eight. Pick, pick eight. pick eight. Pick eight. Scott Angle. The king, reigning the GST <laughs> champion overall and. League champion, the King Scott Angle. Good luck, Scott.
0: eighth
3: in the GST league. Yay, Scott! All right, what do we got next? <laughs> what might do be we the got worst next? pick in the draft. Seventh pick of the league.
0: Dane Martinez. Spitting Spittin Speeds.
3: Speeds. Shout out to my man Spitting Speeds. Dane Martinez. All right. In the cipher, they Here get the seventh pick. Fantasy executive is not name is not been called six. yet.
0: Andrew Treacy. Andrew,
3: Andrew Tressy. Andrew, my man. Andrew gets That's the sixth six. pick fantasy executive moving on up
0: here we he go now listen
3: now y'all gonna it that i rigged this i did not rig this full disclosure i did not rig this
0: i, I could say he and then, was sitting right there with the me the whole, whole time son all right here comes number five are we up to it four we have to pick four. five no there's only four more guys left right uh, oh here's Google one right here uh, okay. i wasn't hiding that one that. Do that. i was not hiding that one don't
3: do that don't do that don't do that was not hiding that Young uh, Mike Cardano. Uh, young Mike Cardano gets the... That, that was the one that was over here, right?
0: No. This uh, one.
3: Uh, well, who is that one? Well, I'm taking
0: that one now. This is the one. All right, so this is,
3: this is young Mike. Young Cardano gets the fifth pick. <laughs> <This> <laughs> the fourth pick in the draft goes to...
0: John Caravelli.
3: John Caravelli. <laughs> he
0: John Caravelli. was under the helmet.
3: No, I did not know. I'm serious. Don't do that, y'all. It wasn't you. It Don't wasn't do you. that. So now this third pick of the draft goes to. Wow, you're top three. You lucky. <laughs> Again, son. Mike
0: Blewett. Number Mike three. Blewett
3: gets the third pick of the draft. This kid's going to have number one pick. The third pick of the draft goes to Mike Blewett. And the second pick of the draft goes go. to. Corey Parson. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, that's is the two. second pick of the draft. And the first pick of the draft goes to? Joseph DeGalbo. Joe. Joe uh, Joey DeGalbo. Joseph from the GST has the top pick in the draft. So Joe D has the top
1: pick. Uh, so that's Joe D for Corey all night that day, huh? Hi, huh, what's up? You, you gave him first pick just so he get free beers all day. I know, day. right? It's <laughs> actually a good, not
3: a bad idea. That that listen, y'all don't start no smoke with that 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 name that was under the helmet. That was not a a um, it was not the fantasy executive
0: being shady. <laughs> it wasn't because no, it was listen, Cavall- I am Cavalli. sick
3: and t- I'll be honest. I'm sick and tired of picking in the top four. I want to change up my strategy, but now I'm going to have either Le'Veon Bell or Ezekiel Elliott in this. You league. wanted a 12, 11, or ten? I something? wanted to be on the back end because yeah, I, yeah, I haven't yeah. drafted from the back end in no draft.
0: I know me neither. Uh, yeah, I'll draft like from that.
3: the back end uh, the other night. Let's get one more phone call oh, before um before we uh shut down YouTube. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Let's go to my man Phil in Brooklyn. Phil, what up? There he is, the exact
2: Phil. What's it good with you, Dante from Brooklyn? Nah, it's funny. You got the second pick again. In our league, you got the second pick. And you and A. Brown. I'm a little surprised. Can you imagine? I can't do it. I can't with the second pick. And now you're talking all this Zeke and Bell talk. I got Bell at four, which was like a gift from God. Really? You got Bell Bell at four? Wow. Yeah. Now, my main question for you, because it's been killing me since this draft ended. On the way back, I picked before you, obviously, because you had the second pick. I'm sitting there on, on McKinnon and Howard, and McKinnon's higher on the draft board. But I really wanted Howard, but a part of me felt if I took McKinnon, there's a possibility Howard made it back to me. With your two picks after me, would you have taken Howard if I took McKinnon? Yep. <laughs> yep. You I was uh, looking at uh, Jordan uh, Howard the whole time. You know what? And I've been paying attention to more recent uh, W, or whatever it is, WCC, WFCC drafts, and yeah. I've been noticing Jordan Howard's going a lot higher and higher in drafts. Like People I are starting to buy into like the really? Jordan Howard thing. Listen, I'm a. F- I-, I hate to
3: say this guy's going to be. You know, one, so one player is going to be this year's that player. Like, oh, who's this year's Antonio Brown? Or who's this year's Victor Cruz? And are like, well, who's this year's Todd Gurley? I think it could be Jordan Howard.
5: <sighs> Not I think the it catches. could be, too. That's
2: why I took him over McKinnon. There you go
5: right and there, And you know
0: fam?
2: what? In McKinnon, new spot. He's a little smaller of a guy. More injury prone. It's just I had to know the answer to that. Anyway. That guy spoke about a 16-team league. Let me just give a big shout-out to my team last year, because I've been doing this for 25 years. and last right. year was probably the most proudest moment of my life. 16-team leagues, four divisions, two conferences. So you, you know what I'm saying? You're seated according to your conference. A man's league. Yeah. each conference. Right, man's league. Dude, I draft luck, never sees the field. I had Carson Wentz, goes down. Wow. I had Ezekiel Elliott get suspended. Wow. From the moment Zeke got suspended, I ran the door. I blew up your phone with a couple of pictures. Won the last seven in a row, then swept through the playoffs, all on Kamara, Ertz, Michael Thomas, and the pickup of my man Bortles. I, I pretty much used no, none of my waiver money because we did the you know the Fab, and I just used it all on Bortles at the end and just took me home. The Kamara thing last up. year I'm was great.
4: You're up right now.
2: Yeah, unbelievable. Where'd you unbelievable. get him? Now another question. Go ahead. That's uh, a good question. I mean, this was last year. If I could find him real quick for you on the draft. I'll tell you, you also.
0: probably got him in the last round. I had him in the hey, last
2: round. No, nah, I, I wouldn't say that. Goon Squad, league, I got to
3: sign-off. I'm going I'm to with, um, with, with, um, continue on the phone. Goon Squad, I got to sign-off. So back to what you were saying, 16-team league. What's up?
2: It was 12.5. That was the round. 12.5. And yeah,
3: ended 12. up running out the 12. door. In a 16-team league. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Listen, that's, that's good, where Kamara's mm-hmm. going. It's 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 going to be somebody down there in that range this year that's going to pop again just like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Those are the leagues where drafts of run, one like run, round like seven to like thirteen. That little area right there is you where, is where, is where you gotta yeah. you gotta figure it out in those areas Absolutely. right there, Phil. You did a good job with that one.
2: Absolutely. Uh, would you be able to do the draft order for our ball draft coming up Saturday on the radio?
3: I, yeah, on, you know, on, If on if, the I, if we get to join Phil, I'll make sure that they do that. Make that happen. I'll be listening. We'll do a Friday. All right, my man. There you go right there. Hey, Jim, 16-team leagues, those type of leagues like that, like I said, the only real advice is I say you you want to have a big, to my opinion, you want to have a big quarterback in those leagues.
1: Oh, absolutely. You got to get a quarterback early. You want one of the big names. I'm with you on that. The, you You need those steady points from that that position that you can count on and uh yeah i'm always that is one you know between that and a super flex or two quarterback league those are the only times i may dip my toe in early quarterbacks uh but you have to in those type of leagues you just have to get one of the big guys there you go right there even
0: though he said he had luck out for the year and he had went who went down so he did it with bortles but that was a run of service got Yeah. yeah
3: bortles got hot down the back end of the year Bortles is not terrible. You don't think that you could win a league for with him
0: a, for a fantasy QB, yeah? But you know, he's not.
3: Yeah, he's not terrible. He was, was the
1: number ten quarterback in most leagues last year.
3: You know what Bortles thing was? Like for a lot of years, Bortles thing Jim was volume because the team sucked so bad. He was consistently passing. It was tough to watch Blake Bortles, but you know, you got it done. Towards the end of last year, he really started to put it together. You know what I'm saying? So, not mm-hmm. the Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. I don't listen, but you don't want. I'm not. No, no, no. He's no. not in my top 15 of my rankings, though. No,
0: no, no. You're not drafting. Q-
3: I mean, two QB I'm, league. No, yeah, two QB league. Something that. Yeah, Dollar G- Make a little
1: he, bit later he on. he finished on. top 10 last year, and they're saying he looks even better this year. So, you know, I wouldn't be so quick to dismiss him just because of, you know, the past.
0: Oh, Q- no, I wouldn't dismiss him, no. But he's not a QB one.
1: Let me ask each of you,
0: yeah. um, who's the wide receiver you want to own out there?
3: I think I've asked you all both this already. Like, but... like
0: deeper or or
3: uh... no period. If you had to pick one
0: Jacksonville Jaguar wide receiver to put on your team, who would it be? Oh, Jacksonville Jaguar. I really want Moncrief, man. I, I'm with you. I love Moncrief. Big guy should be a touchdown monster, but what do you think? Has he been able to stay healthy?
1: Oh, uh, that, that whole situation is so screwed up right now. Yeah. Moncrief, you know, has the best talent, I think. But right now, I'm still going with Marquise Lee. Uh, he's a known guy. Bortles knows him. He's been there, you know, again, we're talking injury, but all of these guys are sketchy in one way or the other. So right now I'm going to take the guy Bortles still likes, hey, and that's Marquise Lee.
3: I'm starting to think about... Didi. Didi West. I
0: like Didi too. He had flashes last year. I'm starting
1: to think Didi. Yeah, West. but they're still listening. They're still listing him fourth on the depth chart, so kind of hard to see him getting enough touches to really be fantasy relevant each week.
0: I know, Jim, but then you look at the you look at the depth charts at some of these uh, sites are putting up. Like it keeps flip flopping. I seen Moncrief go from two to five to four to three. He's going all like the depth chart just keeps flip flopping. Uh, this five well, wide receivers you,
1: right now with Moncrief, that's not fake. I mean, he's not getting any reps with the one or two offense. He's getting reps in the kick return right now. Um, So, you know, that, that, yeah, he, he is buried. He is just not picking up this offense. He's not learning it quick enough and they are starting to get really annoyed with him. And I'll tell you, what, yeah, if he's not on the field, getting practice reps at all, he's not going to be on the field come game time.
0: You, you you think he's still a great, uh, good late late round like last round flyer type guy in a in a deep roster? Sure,
1: he's got the talent. Absolutely, he could be that guy if he does end up getting back on the field and Bortles starts to trust him. Of course, he could. Yeah, I mean, he can go in there and rule that offense. I think That's so the best too. That's wide receiver they have, but if he doesn't get any practice reps over the next few weeks, we're not going to see that happen. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. no, it's going to be tough if you if you're not if you're not getting those reps. Going to be a difficult. To, uh, to pull that off right there. So we've come to the conclusion. The conclusion. The conclusion. <laughs> the conclusion. The That's funny. Hey, Fantasy Pro sent me an email this morning like, yo, there's a problem with your rankings. I'm like, well, what did I forget? So I, I, I clicked on it to see what the problem with my rankings was. I didn't have Robbie Anderson ranked. And I was like, well, that's probably what? for a reason. I don't like Robbie Anderson this year. Robbie Anderson was my man last year. I do not like Robbie Anderson this year, so I don't know how. I'd I... like
1: to know why you don't like yeah, Robbie Anderson me this too. year. Just, he, he's going to be a target whore in that offense. He's, he's the he's number really one. nobody else. He's yeah. going to get the ball.
3: <laughs> we'll lead with that tomorrow morning. We got to make room for the best friends forever now. We'll lead with Robbie Anderson tomorrow morning in that good. New York Jet passing game. We'll get that done. And them running backs, too. We'll talk Jets football. I'm down with that. So, for my man, Jim Dake, welcome aboard. Congratulations for the close of Chris Venture. Head out to my son, Emory, checking in from New York Giant Camp. Everybody on the fourth floor, thank you very much. Goon Squad, we out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>